What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. Thank you for listening to The Countdown with Ian Farmer on this Monday night, currently at 927. And guys, it is a blessing, and I'm happy to be back on The Countdown with Ian Farmer. A lot has happened since I've been away. I started a new website called The Playbook, and it is a part of CTN Sports. The website is called ctnplaybook.com if you would like to check that out. Um, I post news, not only mostly sports, but there will be some world news, some uh, different kind of um, different kind of news on there. Maybe some movie news, some um, news regarding um, music. Um, I have a blog that you can that you can submit articles to. I have about three to four articles on there right now that I have posted. So if you guys want to go read those, I would greatly appreciate it. I think you guys will have a great read on that and yeah the playbook is for any and everybody any content creators or anybody who loves uh loves being entertained please check out ctmplaybook.com but that's not why i'm here today i am here because it is march march madness is upon us and the conference tournaments technically are already underway so i'm gonna give you my predictions for the power six which is sec ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, Big East, and the Pac-12. Those six conferences, the big six conferences in college basketball. I'm going to give you my predictions on who I think is going to win each tournament. I'm going to start with the SEC because my Kentucky Wildcats are in the SEC. And my Kentucky Wildcats just moved up to number five in the AP poll today. So I think I'm going to move to the ACC first. Now, Auburn is the highest-ranked team in the SEC. They are also the number one seed in the SEC. They have Jamari Smith, who is, in a lot of people's minds, the greatest player in the country right now. Um, Obviously a great player. We've seen Auburn peak at number one in the country before. They're coming off uh, pretty decent wins against Mississippi State and uh, South Carolina. They did suffer a loss to Tennessee last weekend, but other than that, Wins at Ole Miss, wins at Texas A&M, and they um a 19-point win against Alabama on the 1st of February. So they have some good wins in there, but you can't deny the fact, and I know I'm a Kentucky fan, I'm not trying to be biased, you can't deny that Auburn has struggled a little bit. There's not much denying to it. A loss, a loss to Tennessee. A loss to Florida, a Florida team who's on the bubble right now. I have no idea if they're going to get in. A loss to Arkansas, which at the time didn't look that good. Now it doesn't look as bad. Uh, so that's three losses in February. It took a long time for the committee to drop for the committee to drop them down in the rankings. They finally dropped them down about three to four spots. But outside of Jabari Smith. And y'all, you know, obviously, you know, you have Katie Johnson, uh, Window Green Jr., Walker Kessler, who is amazing. We've seen Walker Kessler go toe to toe with players like Oscar Tiwashibwe, and now I'm going to get into that. My Kentucky Wildcats, led by the College Basketball Player of the Year, call me biased all you want. He is a finalist for the for the award, unless something happens. Oscar Tiwashibwe, if I'm even pronouncing his last name right. Should win the Player of the Year award. 17.3 points. His points per game has went up. 15 rebounds a game. Double-double machine. 
greatest rebounder in college basketball. Look at the stats if you don't think so. Ty Ty Washington, a top five freshman in the country. Kellen Grady, one of the best shooters in the country, hands down the best shooter in the SEC. Keon Brooks, an experienced forward who knows Calipari's system and has played good. Severe Willer, say what you want about his recklessness. I do agree with you on that. Seven assists a game, leads the team. Davion Mintz, another guy who knows Calipari's system. He's a senior. He wants to win. Jacob Toppin, the most athletic player on the team. And I know I'm getting in-depth a lot, and I didn't do that with Auburn. But this Kentucky team is Calipari's most experienced team that he's had. Sheboy starts. He's a junior. Grady starts. Senior. Brooks starts. Junior. Wheeler starts. Junior. Ty Ty is the only freshman that starts for Kentucky. Kentucky has an experienced team. I don't think they would have lost to Auburn if Ty Ty would have been in the game. He got injured halfway through the game. He's kind of dealt with injuries ever since then. But I do think that Kentucky has a great shot at this tournament. Now, even more than Arkansas, you have to look out for Tennessee. Tennessee is now number nine, folks. They are a top 10 team. Let me repeat that. Tennessee is a top 10 team, and they're the second seed in the SEC. They're, they're one spot above Kentucky. This team is looking scary before tournament time. They just beat Arkansas. That's a huge win. They beat, they knocked off Auburn. They got revenge against Kentucky. They won by 13. That is over the course of the last month. Tennessee has been on a stride, and Tennessee is hot right now. There's not very many teams, if we're being honest. There's not very many teams that are going to beat uh, Tennessee right now. Another team is Arkansas. Arkansas lost to Tennessee, a win at LSU, a huge win against Kentucky, a win over Tennessee earlier, um, or uh, last month. A win at Auburn. Auburn was number one at the time. That was the biggest win in college basketball at the time. Arkansas has the resume. They're the fourth seed in the SEC. They're currently ranked number 15 in the AP poll. So you're probably looking around a fourth seed in the tournament, in the NCAA tournament. Arkansas was scary, guys. I'm going to go ahead and give you my prediction for the SEC tournament. Call me biased all you want, and that's fine. That's fine. That's how the media works. I'm going with the Kentucky Wildcats. I think they had the experience. They have the coaching margin. No disrespect to Bruce Pearl. John Calipari is the best coach in the SEC by a mile. There's no question about it. Don't question yourself on that. Oscar T. Washibway. You can make the argument for Jabari Smith. Of course, Oscar is the best big man in the SEC. He's the best big man in the country. And he's... um. You can, he's probably the best player in the SEC. Him or Jabari Smith is very close, very close. But Kentucky is my pick to win the SEC. Let's move on. We're going to move to the ACC. The ACC. Now I'm going to go ahead and tell you, the two teams I have in the final game, the title game, the ACC championship game, is Duke and North Carolina. Guys, it's only fitting 
College basketball is all about storylines, especially around this time of year. Duke got North Carolina and Chapel Hill earlier in the season. North Carolina just spoiled um, Coach K's last home game. It's only right. It only makes sense for Duke and Coach K to get one last shot at Carolina. I think it happens. Not in the NCAA tournament, but in the ACC. The ACC tournament. The Atlantic Coast Conference. Notre Dame is a team that could win it 22 and 9. They really stepped it up. They really after the, after they beat uh, Kentucky earlier in the season, they were like 3, they were like 2 and 4 at the time or something like that. They really stepped it up. Um Notre Dame is a really good offensive team. Miami is another team to watch out for. They're also 22 and 9. You do have some back teams to watch out for. Virginia can maybe make a run. Wake Forest is definitely there at 23 and 8, but I think the main teams you in the ACC would be Duke North Carolina, and then I think Notre Dame is the third team in the ACC. I don't think Notre Dame is North Carolina. But at the end of the day, if you think I'm going to have Coach K losing to North Carolina again, I do not think that's possible. Paulo Benchero is a freshman getting ready to go to the NBA draft. He obviously respects Coach K for going to Duke. I think a player like that who leads Duke's team as a player, wants to give Coach K his win. You also have people like Wendell Moore on the team. And you do have some experience on the back end of Duke. I'm Duke is my pick to win the ACC. I don't see any way around it, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Now, the Big Ten. This is very interesting. This could be the most lopsided and um, fluctuated tournament so far. Purdue is the highest ranked team in the AP poll at number nine. However, they're the third seed in the uh, in the Big Ten. Illinois is number one after a huge win over Iowa last night. That was a huge win. Wisconsin is second, led by Johnny Davis. Purdue, Rutgers, Iowa, Ohio State. And then you kind of hit the back burner after that. Michigan State, Michigan, Indiana. I think Ohio State and up. So there's six teams I think could win the Big Ten. Now, Purdue is... They're very prone to get upset. They've lost six games in the Big Ten. All their six losses are in the Big Ten. The Big Ten, Purdue is Superman. The Big Ten is their kryptonite. They can't win. I mean, they're 14-6. and They can win in the Big Ten. But they've had their struggles in the Big Ten. You look at a team like Illinois. And you look at a team like Wisconsin. I think these two teams are some tournament dark horses, both of them. And to be upfront, I do think Illinois and Wisconsin will meet in the Big Ten title game. It's interesting because you have Kobe Coburn from Illinois, who's a top 10 player in college basketball, one of the best big men, probably second behind Oscar T. Washibwe. Drew Timmy is there, yes, I know. For um, the best big man, and he's a player of the year candidate, Johnny Davis. Um, actually has a pretty decent chance to win player of the year. So you have two all-country, all-nation players in that game. And I'm taking the Illinois Fighting Illini to win the Big Ten. Something tells me Iowa, not Iowa, something tells me Illinois is going to win the Big Ten, and I have Illinois winning that tournament. Let's go to the Big 12. Now, the Big 12... You have Texas Tech there at number three, who is a really good team. 
But let's all be honest, the two teams in this conference are Baylor and Kansas. Baylor ranked number three in the AP poll. Kansas is number six. And you look at this, guys. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get straight to the point. Um, on the Big Twelve, Baylor is good. They're 26 and five. Baylor is a really good team. Over the last month, wins. At, well, I always say when that good of a win. Wins at Texas and Kansas, back to back wins right there. Um, a loss to Texas Tech, but another win at Texas. Uh, and look at Kansas. Wins at Texas. Everybody's beating Texas in the um, Big 12. No wonder they're so low. Um, a win at uh, Baylor. Or a, a win at Kansas against Baylor on the 5th of February. So Kansas has the resume. You look at both of these teams. I think both of these teams are one and two seeds. If Baylor loses, they're probably both of these teams are probably a two seed because the winner of the SEC will surely get a one seed. I'm going with the Kansas Jayhawks to win the Big 12 Conference. Ochi Agbaji, Remy Martin, Bill Self. Baylor won the title last year, the NCAA tournament title, the national title. I think Kansas wins the Big 12. We have two more. And we're going to go to the Big East. The number one seed in the Big East is the Providence Friars, followed by Villanova, then UConn. And you you hit the back burner there, if I'm going to be honest with you. We have teams like Marquette, who have played really well throughout the season. or they, they've, showed, they've played well at times during the season, but they're 19 and 11. Creighton is 20 and 10. Seton Hall, who started off really well, 20 and 9, which is not that bad of a record. Um, Xavier is back there. St. John's is back there. You got Butler way down there. Butler's 13 and 18, though. They're not going to do anything. The Big East is going to be decided between two teams. Those two teams are Providence and Villanova. Now, these two teams, I believe, have split the last game of the regular season for Providence, and I think Villanova as well. No, they played Butler. Villanova won by two. No, Villanova swept Providence. Wow. Wow, I need to do some more research. I did not know Villanova swept Providence. That really kind of surprises me. When you look at both of these teams, I think the best player in the Big East is Colin Gillespie, 16.3 um, points per game. I think Colin Gillespie is the best floor general in college basketball. You can't prove me otherwise. And I'm a, I'm a Kentucky fan, so Brewer Willers on my team. He's a great playmaker, so um, it's big for me to, to uh, admit that. But Colin Gillespie is hands down. Um, he may be the best point guard in college basketball. That's a huge argument. It's a huge debate. But I'm so huge on Providence. I really like Providence's team. Villanova swept them both times. If these two teams do meet in the Big East Championship game, which I do think they will, it is hard for me to not pick Providence. It's hard to beat the team three times, and I'm going with the Providence Friars to win the Big East. Our last conference is the Pac-12. Hope I haven't rushed through this. I don't think I have. I think think we've done. I think it's been a good episode. You can also find the countdown with Ian Farmer. On the playbook, ctnplaybook.com. Please check it out today. You look at the Pac-12. The number two team in the country is Arizona. They have two losses 
in the Pac-12. Three losses on the season. Number 13, UCLA. Five losses in the conference. Six losses on the season. That other loss was to Gonzaga. You have teams like USC, who's back there in the rankings at 21. 25 and 6, good record. Um, You kind of hit the fan again. There's a lot of um, conferences. It looks like they have really good teams. But then again, you know, these are good conferences. And, you know, these teams play in good conferences. So they're going to have losses on their resume. Colorado, 20 and 10, the fourth seed, who just beat Arizona. Oregon, 18 and 13. You, That's a team you can maybe um, may have to keep your eye on. That's about it for who I think could win, but you know it's March. Anybody could win, but you, you get what I'm saying. You know, I'm going to get hate for this, and that's okay. That's fine. There's always that one team right before March that makes the big splash and wins like a bunch of straight games and um, – they 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 play really well and um they're the hottest team come tournament tournament time. I think that team could be the UCLA Bruins. Guys, what happened to UCLA before the season started? All um Johnny Juzang is the player of the year. There's no question about it. UCLA is going to um, win the championship. They're going to get revenge on Gonzaga in the tournament. They're going to beat them in the regular season. Johnny Juzang is going to have a historic year. This team had the opposite of that. They're looking at a four seed right now. They have players. They have talent. And they have a good team. Something happened to UCLA throughout the season. I think they're built for the tournament. I think UCLA is built for the tournament. And I think that counts in the conference tournament. And as good as I think Arizona is, I think the Arizona Wildcats are a great team. I'm going to go. I picked a lot of favorites so far. I picked a lot of favorites so far. Kentucky's probably the second favorite, if not the favorite in the SEC. Providence. It's probably first or second favorite in the Big East. Illinois is probably the favorite in the Big Ten. Kansas is a top two favorite in the Big 12. I have not picked a non-favorite yet. Arizona is the clear-cut favorite for the Pac-12 tournament, and I don't think they win it. I think they see Johnny Juzang. I think they see Jaquez Jr. in the Pac-12 title game, and I think the UCLA Bruins take home the Pac-12 title. That's my prediction. UCLA wins the Pac-12, and I think that's going to move them up high. Now, before I go, that does remain, that does leave one question. If UCLA did, um, does happen to win the Pac-12, is Auburn still a one seed? I don't know if they will be, but they should be. That would only be four losses on the season. The only teams to have four losses or under are we have Colorado State at 23, but you know the conference they play in. It's Gonzaga, Arizona, and Auburn. So I think you got to have Arizona as a one seed. As long as they make the Pac 12 title game, they should be a one seed, win or lose. But that is my prediction, guys. There's an article going up in the morning on all this, and I'm, I'm going to um, maybe a different direction on the breakdown. 
But, guys, thank you for listening. I love being back on here. It's great to be back with you guys. And I love you guys, and I will see you all as soon as possible. You know, March is here, so um, go to ctmplaybook.com. Keep up with the countdown because things are looking huge for the rest of 2022. I love you guys. Peace.